Hello, all of you witches. Hello, my mystics. I can't wait to talk about today's topic, which will be short and sweet. And today's topic is about boundaries, which is an unfolding topic for many of us, I'm sure. And today we will talk about how to set some better boundaries and why you should. I hope that that sounds like something that you want to do because your life will be so much better for it. This is the She Who Is Seeking podcast, and I am your hostess, Mina Melissa Lee. And the reason why I wanted to talk about boundaries this week is because I was really realizing that it is coming up all over the place. And for me, my life is way better when I have better boundaries. And the why of that kind of unfolds from all of the reasons. So let's just get started. When I was talking to a friend of mine, hello, Rape, we were talking about what is it that your future self would tell you? What one piece of advice would your future self have for you? And my first instinct was to be like, oh, I don't know. But before I could even finish that thought, it came to me, which is be impeccable with your boundaries. Learn it now, master it as you go, and do it always. Start today. When you protect your boundaries, you'll have the time, space, and energy to do what you really want to do. And I thought, oh my God, my future self is brilliant. That is such good advice because there are so many things that I do want to do all the time, but often I don't have the energy left to do it, or I don't have the time because all the slots are already taken with other things. So that is something I'm just going to get better and better at doing. And when I think about our community, of witches and magic makers, it just really hit me on the head that if anybody could have good boundaries, it is a witch. If you create safe containers and open up portals and sacred circles and do the kinds of work that you do as a witch, you have to have the ability to create very strong boundaries. But often I think we all see that not translating to the real world for us in all instances. So why is that? And usually I think it's because we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. And The thing about hurting somebody's feelings is you can't control how somebody is going to feel and you're not responsible for somebody else's feelings. There's instances where you do have to care. Like children should have their feelings taken into consideration, perhaps a little bit more than, you know, just a friend of yours because adults are in charge of their own feelings and they're in charge of 
managing their own energy waves, right? But my feeling about that was, why is it that we're so concerned with not wanting to hurt somebody's feelings? I think for me, it stems from growing up. I had, you know, a Southern grandmother who really just kind of drilled it into our heads that you're not supposed to hurt people's feelings. And there was a lot of, I don't want to say putting other people before you, but definitely taking into consideration the outcomes of things or sort of biting your tongue if that was something that could be done. And so I've been unlearning that throughout my adult life. It isn't that I want to hurt people's feelings, but I also don't want to put other people's whimsical, cavalier, changing on the spur of the moment feelings ahead of my core needs, which is a lot of what people do. It's healthy to take care of yourself and it's healthy to have proper boundaries installed in your life. And I have to say, when you do, and when you're honest with people, and when you're able to say no, it makes people feel safer. I think when people know what to expect from you, and they know that when you are telling them the answer, if they know that you're telling the truth, and they know that you have good boundaries, then they feel safer to also just relax into the moment. When we aren't telling the truth, and we're saying yes, when we don't really want to, that leaks through, I feel, as a feeling that is akin to like that untrustworthy feeling where you just feel like something's off. And it's because there is something off. It is You're not telling the truth to yourself. You're not telling the truth to them. And I really feel like we're all just better off saying what we need and sticking to it. It really just protects you. It protects your ability to stay fully resourced. It protects you from burnout. It can help your relationships, not just in the way that we said, but also because you are not going to have those feelings of resentment creep in because you're not overextending yourself. And another thing akin to that is sometimes we don't follow our own rules for boundaries and we allow things to get a little... I'm going to, I mean, this is, I guess my favorite word, you can allow things to get a little amorphous. And when that happens, you're not fully in charge of what's going on in that situation or in your life or in your heart or with your energy. And eventually at some point, you're going to realize that it doesn't feel good to you. And you're going to sort of retract whatever you had allowed to happen. And that doesn't feel good to anybody. And it is a lot easier if you just have 
clear boundaries in the beginning and stick with them because it can be hurtful when you aren't clear about what it is you can need, what it is you need or what it is you can handle. And then you just sort of like change and flip the script that can be confusing. So it's better to just have them and stick with them. You're saying no to more things and you're keeping things that are not okay with you outside of your boundaries that you've set. And that can just really help prevent mental and emotional burnout and overload. You know, if we're just going to think about sort of day to day saying yes to everything scenarios, that never ends well. When you're doing too many things, you're doing none of them well. And when people decide to show up, for instance, at an event that they said that they would go to, but they've already done 50 trillion things that week and they are burnt out and they're a frazzled mess, it's kind of better if they hadn't have come, don't you think? I mean, it's not very helpful to show up when you're overextended. You're not able to serve in the way that you have committed to serve. So if you just start to peer that down and learn to say no to things, then you can show up more fully and as a better version of yourself for the things that really do matter. And again, of course, there's exceptions to all things. Like I wouldn't say skip, you know, your family member's funeral because you're tired that week, but maybe you don't have to go to every party or event or help out at every charity or fundraiser that there is. So just kind of being mindful of what's really important to you. And I think that it really helps to embolden you and create more self-trust when you realize that you are in charge of deciding what is in your best interest and you are in charge of deciding what you let in and you are in charge of what is not worth your time and is not going to serve you. And when you start to make these choices that get you closer to your ideal version of yourself or closer to your goals rather than further away, because it's going to do one or the other. Every choice you make either gets you closer to where you want to go or further away. And when you keep making choices that get you higher up that mountain to sort of reach the peak of your existence, then you're going to learn that you make good decisions for yourself and that you can trust yourself in other ways, both big and small. And when you do that, that leads to things like feeling confident to do other things, being able to let that feeling of maybe, you know, I'm not ready for this or I'm not good enough for this, that imposter syndrome, all those things can kind of fall away. And it lets you make more 
decisions that are in your best interest as you go. Even if they become more challenging, you're going to be able to make better decisions each time, even if it's harder, even if you think you might disappoint somebody, if you know that it's in the best interest of you and essentially all at hand. Because like I said, if you're showing up for things and you're not showing up as your full self, if you're not showing up to be of service, you're not showing up to be present, then is it even worth it for you to be there? Is it a good idea? I doubt it. I don't think it is. I mean, you could tell me if there's some exceptions for that, but I think we all know, right? It's not good. Just stay home and make your basket or take a nap or whatever it is you want to do. And I am making baskets, but I did not cancel anything to make a basket. But that is why I'm learning to say no, because there's things that I want to do that I don't necessarily have time for. So I want to do the things that are important to me. And this does harken back to that midlife crisis type thing where I'm like, I could die at any moment. And what do I have to show for it? And if, if it's that not only am I not doing the things that I want to do, but that I'm doing a lot of things that I don't want to do, but I had control over that. Mm -mm. No, no, thank you. I don't want that to be true. I don't want it to be true for me. And I don't want it to be true for you. I want you to live your best life too. And then we can live our best lives together. And then if it so works out, no pressure, you have to have your boundaries, but like you're able to do more fun things with more amazing people. If you are resourced and rested and ready to rock, right? That's how I look at it. So to really reap the benefits of boundaries, I think there's a couple things to keep in mind. The first thing is you need to communicate them clearly. That's the most important part. So that means that you need to know what they are. So that means you need to stop and think about what you want. And if you have sort of a wishy-washy feeling about it, then be aware that that feels untrue. And people can feel that whether they're honing in on the fact that they're feeling it or not. So when you're saying yes to things that are really a no, that really does put in this sort of falsity or mischievous undermining kind of energy, if you know what I mean. So just be honest. If it's a yes, it's a yes. If it's a no, it's a no. And you don't have to sit and explain yourself. And if people want you to explain yourself, then it's all right to say, that's my boundary. And that is all I have to say about it. Because there are people who they themselves don't have good boundaries. And so therefore they do not want you to have good boundaries and they feel like they can talk you out of it. So just be aware. That's like a thing. The next thing is to focus on yourself when voicing your boundaries. So to me, that would mean 
focusing on my reason why it is a no or why it's off limits and not thinking of all the myriad reasons why I think it would be a good idea if I had a different answer because you can't second guess yourself and you can't take into consideration all the nuanced feelings of everyone else on the planet. And again, there are exceptions to everything. So there's definitely people who you're going to want to take their feelings into consideration that you're in relationship with. But we're talking about things that are a hard no for you. If it is a hard no for you, that's it. Just like how we have boundaries about what is okay with our body. I think we get a little bit wishy-washy when we're talking about what is okay with, you know, something that's like more our mind or doing something for somebody. If it's not sort of in maybe like a sexual context, it's harder to see that it's okay for us to say no. Whereas if it is in a sexual context and you don't want to do it, it's easy to realize like, no, no means no. But that carries over for this too. We don't always realize that because people who want to get the most out of you are probably not going to tell you that because it's in their best interest if you just keep saying yes or if you feel too uncomfortable to say no. So keep that in mind. And I would say saying yes to your hell yeses and then the majority of the rest of the things get a no. And that can sound kind of harsh, but working with people, I realize that there's pretty much everybody. Let's just go with everyone. Everyone has things that are very important to them that they want to do but they don't have quote the time or the money or the space or the ability to do whatever it is. And I will say that those things that are important to you on a soul level, those don't ease up. Those don't just like fade into the background quietly and die a death. Oh no. If only it were that easy, but it's not. The thing is that those will always be whispering in your ear. They'll always be sort of trying to get your attention and making you just feel discontented. So the more you can live in your authentic truth and do the things that you feel like your soul was put here to do, even if that means watercoloring, there are things that feel really important to you for whatever reason. And when you are ignoring those, you're showing yourself that you're not important. You're showing yourself that you can't be trusted to take care of you. And you don't want to have that kind of relationship with anyone, right? But especially not yourself. The only way to have bandwidth left, to have time to rest and reset, which is so important, or to have play and pleasure, which is also so important, is to just learn to say no. Because overwhelm can creep in. And a full schedule 
will just get more and more packed the less you say no. So I want you to have a great and amazing life. And I am really aware that there are some things that are challenging. Besides all the obvious ones and ones that we touched on, there's things like FOMO. That is real. I know, you know, we all know. There's things that you just want to do. For instance, right at this very moment, I know that I have friends who are all hiking together in Topanga Canyon on a full moon hike. Do I want to be doing that? Yes, I do. But I just didn't feel up to it physically. I felt today that I needed to have a rest and reset day. And that is valid. And it also would have been valid if I had chosen to have a play and pleasure day. But I took into account what my need was. And I set a boundary for myself. And I took a Sunday nap. And it was amazing. I highly recommend a nap whenever you can get them. Because they're awesome. And so just have a real talk with yourself about what you want, what your priorities are, what you don't want. It's important to know what you don't want so it doesn't creep in. And just realize that only you can get you the life you want. That's Stella. That's my dog. She has little nails and you can hear her snorting like a little piggy. So that's about it. You know, maybe we could have gone more in depth than we could another time. But there's something that is important to me, and that's keeping my agreements. And I have an agreement to myself that I will put out a podcast every other week unless something tremendously preventative comes into play <laughs> that I, I want to hold that agreement. I'm, I'm not going to edit the transcript because that takes me a long time. All I'm going to do is send you my love. And I'm going to send you my wishes that you have an amazing time honing in on what you want in your life. And I'm going to add music and just upload this puppy. I hope that you were able to get something out of this. And I hope that it makes you stop and think about what is it that you can focus on to get your life like feeling more zhuzhi and amazing to yourself and i'd like to remind you that if you want to call in and leave me a message the phone number is okay seeking zero which is area code 657-335-4640 once again that's area code 657-335-4640 and you can find me over on Instagram at she who is seeking. There's some fun recipes that I'm going to post. Um, they're not really recipes. I'm going to just show you this like amazing wild witchy salad that I made from both foraged and um, just kind of fun, cool secret ingredients. There's fresh burdock and dandelion greens and chrysanthemum greens and a bunch of other stuff. And uh, I use my totally delicious, amazing, 
that's it doesn't sound horrible but look there's very smart people who like it so I'm gonna go with that um, my kind of super famous food magic elixir on that and it was so good and then I also have a yummy dessert that was really tasty and both of them are easy to do and you can swap out ingredients for other ones um, but that's kind of fun I don't even know why I'm talking I mean follow me on Instagram basically that's what I'm saying it's fun stuff we talk about plants we make things um, I don't know I'd love to have you reach out to me here there wherever and I'm sending you love and the beautiful music is by Siren in the Sea and it is called Snake River and remember that you're amazing and I love you and I hope that your life gets better every day and you're getting closer to the life that feels perfect and juicy to you. Sending you love and like I said, I'm going to upload this warts and all. <laughs> and I hope that you guys have an amazing two weeks and I will see you soon. Okay. 